Okay, Dan, uh, tell us about the developments with the collective over the last five years and in particular over the last 12 months. Yeah, no problem, Paddy. Thanks for having me on. Um, so, so really quickly, from the summer of 2015, I had a, had a, a, um, a group of a group of fellas that got together. Um, at the time, it was quite uncertain and a, a little bit mad. Nothing compared to what we are now, but we had the economic downturn. That was five years in. We had a, a change in higher education, so an increased demands on the scholars and uh, indeed, we've seen like a drive towards individualism rather than, rather than club collaboration, um, which ultimately we we rejected as a group wholeheartedly. See, that's the so important. We, sorry to interrupt, Dan, but the important thing for me about the collective, unlike any other academic organisation or body I'm attached to, is the word collective. It's the one of the most collegial. It's probably the most collegial and collective space I've ever experienced. It's transformed my work. Thanks, Paddy. Um, you know what? We, we, we came of it because we just thought it was actually about it wasn't about what like actually one person driving it or a group of people driving it. It's not that at all. The collective works and it's not, the collective what we see online through the website is not even a collective. The collective is, is what we don't see. It's the, the little interactions, the new networks, the, the new ads and whether it's Facebook friends or Twitter followers and connections and DMs, phone calls, WhatsApps, it's all the little things that go on behind the scenes. Um, it's new people reading other people's research and connecting with them. That's a collective. It's all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. So, so yeah, I think that does that does truly reflect what we're about. And so, what's happened over the last twelve months to sort of shift the the kind of collective into a different space or a different gear? Yeah. So, so we originally we just wanted to, we wanted to put events on, and we we've been to some incredible places and met some incredible people. So, uh, Manchester, then Limerick, Glasgow, and Sheffield. Um, we've gone from a group of group of ten ten fellas to um, a global membership at the minute. So it's almost four hundred strong, and it's it's just incredible, really. Um, the the developments we've made over the past twelve months have have been around um, trying to deal with some of the tensions that we have because we set up and you know it's a WordPress site that we begrudgingly pay to turn into a website, so we don't have adverts on there. But we had no bank account. There were this tension between high quality, low cost. Everyone loves that high quality, low cost. But then, because we looked, we looked a bit, little bit academic without the pomp, uh, and looked like one of these big heavyweight conferences. People wanted high quality, low cost, and all expenses paid. Only a minority of people, but we had to take people on a journey to say that's not what we're about. We've tried to do that, so we've put in a management board in place so some incredible people to help us do it. We've got a bank bank account. So we've got actually got some money, um, mostly thanks to the guys at Field that ran it uh, incredibly efficiently with a drive to leave a bit of a legacy. Um, so the legacy was eleven funded early career research PhD classes his conference. Um, we've other things that we've got. I guess we've had the blog, which is a platform to showcase share research. We've got the podcast podcast that Josh. Set up, led from scratch. Josh Dean, absolutely incredible. Sartak, um, Modal has joined them. Danny Fitzpatrick and yourself, Paddy, just been incredible in terms of driving. That's going to be a massive resource for us moving forwards. Um, we've been proud of the informal networks created and relationships. We've got a book series with Jamie Cleland, Stacey Poe, Peter Millwood, Paul Widdop and myself, which is going from strength to strength. It's like the highest... It's got the highest level of interest of any book series Taylor and Francis have ever had in sports, which is just incredible. We've had special issues thanks to the the, the amazing collective from Ireland, to James Carr, Martin Power, Stephen Stephen Miller, and I think that that I think people 
uh, don't realise how, how big it is but and how proud we are of it is the is the mentorship program. Yeah. So by Paul Kitchen. Anyone who's met Paul uh, or come across him, however that is where it's talking about and including um, all politics, which he loves. Yeah. You just know he's just an absolutely outstanding fella. He's a genuine fella. Um, he set that up, and I, I think it's one of the best things the collective's got. And there's so many people that aren't that aren't disclosed that are involved in, in, in part of that mentorship program. So I guess this is a small opportunity just to say you know, thanks to Paul and thanks thanks to all those people like there are little little unsung heroes that are just helping people, helping people. Straight, straight out of goodwill, and I love it. I love every bit of it. Now, where where are we standing on the conference this year? Because the conference is a is a brilliant place where you. I, I just think it's like the best conference I, I I've ever been to because you you spend all your time talking about football with dead boss people, and the papers are always great, and you know. So where where are we standing this year? It's always good to be in an empty football ground as well. I find they're much more <laughs> interesting than full football grounds. So where are we with this this year's conference at Pompey? So, so this year we've been in constant communication with um, with with Tom Webb and the team down at the University of Portsmouth. It goes about saying that this this year conference is postponed. So key priority is is health, personal health and well being of people and their families and their friends and their their close communities. Um, we took the decision to postpone it, um, certainly for twelve months, because the last thing we want to do when we come out of this this. Um, this phase that we're in now with with COVID nineteen is it bring a, people from all around around the world and put them in a room together. It's just it just doesn't make sense. So we're trying to think differently about how we do things. Um, in res, in response, I guess our response form response is that everything that we've got planned is going to roll over to twenty twenty one at the minute. Uh, we're going to keep talking to Tom and the team down there and roll over our eleven funded early career research at PhD places. Um, and all the plans that we had for it, so that's just going to roll over at the minute. But we're going to keep coming back to it. Are we still? Um, are we still going to be having November? So it's going to be November twenty twenty one. Will be the time for the conference, or are we going to move it forward the, or back? Yeah, at the minute, Paddy. Yeah, because the November, what we don't want to do is step on any any other conference's toes okay. or put anyone else out. So we're just going to leave it at, at November at the minute. I think we're early enough that people haven't made too many commitments or plans for the conference. Um, so that, that that should be fine, and it means that we've got that, that little bit of a kitty to support the conference uh, next next year as well. Um, but we've also it's a bit of a a bit of a nudge to to everyone I think that's involved in academia, communication, and probably other bits of societies that we can do things differently too. We have to be better at working online, whether through webinars, whether through getting content out there. Uh, so it's not just about the people in the room. It'd be about Sartic Modal has has got. An absolutely incredible idea, um, and I know that yourself and Josh Dean are, su- are supporting them with this idea and trying to ha- help guide them through it. So hopefully that'll be a, a new event. That's kind of where we are the event at the minute. And so what about so if if, if you know people would want to say, listen, we've got this experience working with Zoom, we've got this experience working with Skype, uh, and we've got an idea for a for a conference, or I'm not going to call it a webinar, Dan. It's it's a terrible word, mate, and I'm surprised you even used it. <laughs> an online seminar. Uh, uh, can, can we contact you or can we contact Paul uh, maybe to get it badged up as a football collective event yeah so listen every time every time someone emails me to do with academic stuff it's like contacting Paul too yeah. so me and Paul would work in, in um, close collaboration on almost everything um, I think moving forward yeah 
100%. If people have got ideas, now is the time. Um, I guess I went like the, uh, like a final me- message from me, Pad, before we talk about whatever else is, is that this, although everyone's saying it, this, is, this isn't business as usual, uh, by no extent of the, the imagination. So we need places like the collective more than ever to, you know, speak speak to old friends, catch up with new ones, read friends' research that we've said we'd do but haven't done yet. Speak to them about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, discuss new ideas, collaborate, collaborations. You know, create stuff. The mad, mad time. Create, connect, reconnect. But met, but fiercely, like help each other. We should have been doing this anyway, but we should be fiercely helping each other. Not the status quo. Let's let's. Get the people make sure we're connected and look after people. Um, now, in terms the, of the, people no. getting bad, they just need to drop drop me an email or message or DM, and we will we will facilitate. We will create opportunities and do what we can to to help the collective. Now, one of the ideas I had was is that you know the subgroups that meet usually at the conference, if if they do meet, that maybe it's a time maybe that we do come and look at the subgroups, the media subgroup or whatever the other subgroups are, and say let's get our own kind of battle plan in place. Because we had the meeting, of course, was was disrupted by industrial action uh, this year. That you know, if we have a plan to build a better communications network to review how successful things like the podcast are, you know, I think the podcast great. I do it, and Sartak and and uh, and Josh and Danny and we're involved. And we love doing it. But are we reaching enough people? How do we reach more people? Could could the subgroups be getting together and thinking about evaluating how successful we are as subgroups? Yeah, one one hundred percent, Paddy. And I guess you know, down, reflecting on my own role as chair is that I'm quite I'm quite laid back because everyone does this out of goodwill. So I keep things pretty informal to allow people to to contribute at different times as and when they need to. Um, so our first year as as a management board, kind of kicking off in in December, as a fascinating year so far. It's going to be even more challenging. So the key the key thing for me. Is is people just getting a feel for working together within that group, and keep get building those. If over the next twelve months, if we if we discuss in November, if that management board is is discussing and in communication regularly with each other, then then we're winning, we're yeah. winning because it's progress. Um, I think different groups will operate differently. So from a po- podcast perspective, I think we're I think we're scratching the surface of what could be something incredible and an incredible time to really really help people have a voice and uh, use that, you know, extend the platform beyond the static website, blog site, to get content out, to get quality content out quickly. So do that then. So keep it about, about listening in, first and foremost, as, as, a, as the collective, listening in, commenting, sharing, supporting, giving ideas, and then following up. So if I see a podcast with, um, say, say Rob, Rob Wilson on Football Finance, it's, it's then taking time to think about it. What has he said? What do I think about it? How can I be critical of it? They would send them a message and say, Rob, I really love this. Have you thought about this, that and the other? So it's that thing that shows it, you know, are you genuinely listening in? Are you are you are you following forward? Are you feeding forward? Are you creating new ideas? Um so you're trying to take, you know, in the old days people would write a research article and then we'd have responses that would take months and years, but we can pick up the phone and we can speak to people, connect with them, share ideas. It's, it's incredible, really. So, so I'm all game for that. So, I think there's a real scope of you know genuinely engaging with content. And I think what we what we've got in the podcast is that there's some absolute quality stuff in there, Pad, and it's it's going to continue to to grow in its quality and 
and the type and vari- variance and the type of stuff that we've got, so I'm excited about it. Well, if you don't mind me gagging in on this, like, you know, I, I mean, I have four in the bank, but I've got one on sports development and the Open Goals program run by Liverpool, uh, you know, about kind of local community coaching. I have no experience in that. So I'd love people who've got experience in sports development, uh, you know, in sports business, people who are interested in stuff other than sport and the media, which is lean. It, the podcast is leaning towards that because that's naturally my kind of area. Um, I'd love people to, you know, put their hands up and say, could we record something? Because, you know, the, the wee podcast I did with Gary James yesterday took a half an hour from Skyping to getting onto SoundCloud. And I'd like to help people, you know, transfer those skills because we can transfer those skills into our students. And then we have students in coaching degrees, being able to make their own podcasts, being able to make their own videos. So there's this knowledge transfer thing that I'm really interested in, the, the kind of social and cultural capital that's involved in groups of people being really active and participatory together in networks. It's, it's fascinating because I think, you know, someone like me, those skills, like I'm, I'm really lacking in that kind of like electronic type skills and maybe, remember there's an old younger ones quote, um, I've got a bit of technophobia with some of this kind of thing, um, but with students and the students that you work with, some of them are just all over it completely yeah. and they pick it up because it's been, you can rob things from different apps that they've, they've used and developed all through the, the, the life now, so yeah, but I think there's a massive gap there, pardon, yeah, maybe that's something we, we stick on for a bit of a plan to do is is how do we do podcasts, how do we get stuff out there and how do we help people, you know, co-create some of this this, this content. Um, and then on the in the shortest way, Pad, I think you've had a cracking response to you know, your 10 by 10, uh, 10 minutes, 10 bucks, is, is, that, is that people have got back to you quickly yeah. and the turnout has been incredible and there's an appetite from people and I think it's there, Pad. Um, you're really approachable, really accessible, yeah, you're really well-respected, people will get back to you, mate. Um, and they, they, they want to get involved in some of these types of ideas. So, yeah, I think just keep putting the opportunities out there. And then when the time is right for people, they will get involved. One of the one of the biggest success stories of podcasting is when your colleague, Kieran Maguire, uh, and, the, and the price of football. And, you know, that seems that seems to me as being like a kind of kind of odd fit. It's a comedian and an academic talking about the financial issues around football. But they do it twice a week and it's really interesting. Why can't we do the same? Yeah, Kieran, Kieran is a, he might be able to use this in his bio, Kieran's a beast, he's an absolute beast, <laughs> um, everyone, who, everyone who's met him has got a lot of time for him, and I have too, uh, he's a great colleague to work with, and he's a great resource in terms of like the, the broader football community, what he does really well is he, an academic struggles to do this pad, he doesn't speak to academics, he speaks to football fans, yeah. and he, speak, he speaks to society, he speaks to the masses, he speaks in their language, he, he treads a fascinating line between being a bit off the cuff and being, um, you know, he's not down the line and he's brilliant. But what he is down the line with is the stats and the data that he's got. So, yeah, I think I think Kieran's approach is, is fascinating and there's a niche there because there's an appetite that is growing around understanding and critiquing, you know, the fo- the finances around football. Um, I think for, for what we're trying to do is, is 100%. I think it's, you know, when we don't need to stick to academic guidelines. We're not... Um, outrageously attached to a university or or any or anybody we've got no big sponsors that say we can or cannot not say this it's down to to us being you know that that you know bit of journalistic rigor but also we can we can we can stretch that as well and in, and enjoy ourselves and so i'm i'm 100 in for a bit of innovation and to see what we can do with the podcast brilliant 
let's not have let's not be too self congratulatory, but it is the only place in academia where people with strong regional <laughs> accents still uh, uh, find themselves persevering, isn't it? And we still have southerners in as well, though. So you know, <laughs> you know yeah. it's a fascinating it's a fascinating place. But but yeah, no, you're right. We need the northern accents. We need we need a different accent, and you know, Pat, we, we embrace them. We embrace them. Nice one, kid. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Paddy. Take care, mate. Thank you.